hello, hello. It's nice to see you, to see you nice. Welcome once again to Play Your Pods, right? My name is Steve, and joining me as ever, spinning the wheel, it's Simon. Simon, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm absolutely fantastic. Feeling very lucky. Excellent, excellent. Feeling very lucky. Here. Ready to win some money. Good, good. Today, we're still kind of in familiar territory, but not quite as the show we've not covered before on the show. But from my thinly veiled knowledge of American game show habits, it's one of the most popular is, and that is Wheel of Fortune. Simon, what are, you, what are your memories of Wheel? Obviously, I'm not familiar with the uh, version that we watched today, but I do remember the UK version quite fondly. Yes. Um, Nicky Campbell, the Nicky Campbell, and uh, we, we, we had a bit of discussion about this the other day, because you were yeah. on about Jenny Powell, was it Jenny Powell? Yeah. You remember the Jenny Powell era? And I remember the Carol Smiley era. Yeah, Jesus. So, but we, I think we can both agree that Nicky Campbell was a tremendous host for the yeah. UK version. Yeah, uh, which we less, will cover at some point. <laughs> yeah, the less said about a certain other presenter, the better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, former Blue Peter presenter. We will not share who. Yeah, we shall not say his name. Yeah, because neither of us like him. No, he's not high. I'd rather the... have I'd rather have Rylan, and that's saying something. Yeah, <laughs> but as far as the American version goes, the original air date was January sixth, nineteen seventy five. It was devised by Merv Griffin, who we're going to create a subject of next week's show. And one of our personal favourites so far, Monopoly. Yes. Shame it wasn't Peter Griffin, but... Yeah. <laughs> Can't have everything in life. But uh, <laughs> the hosts that over time of The Wheel as well, we've had Chuck Woolery, who came upon Scattergrease, Rolf Bernashek and Bob Gowen. And then basically the man who's had it for the longest is Pat Sajak. And he's been running the show for absolutely years alongside Vanna White as the hostess. Now... I, I don't want to talk about wrestling so early on, but was that? Am I right in thinking Vanna White was a uh, celebrity host or a celebrity, so to speak, at WrestleMania one year? Possibly. I'm pretty sure Sajak has. Sajak definitely has, but, but I'm fairly certain Vanna White has as well. Yeah. It could, I think it could be WrestleMania 4 when they did the tournament. Very possible. That sounds about right to me. And I've, I'll have to, we'll have to check up on that. We'll probably put it on the socials. Yeah. If, yeah, if I'm right, but I'm yeah. fairly certain she was doing the cards at the back when they did the tournament for Possibly. the title. It wouldn't shock me because they're like they're almost like a package deal, so it wouldn't shock exactly. me. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So as far as format of Wheel of Fortune, I'm sure we're probably mostly familiar with it, but this is basically hangman on growth hormones. Like <laughs> contestants have to solve word puzzles by guessing a letter at a time but also spinning the wheel to determine how much money they get for correct for the correct guess on the wheel are also bonus prizes and pitfalls such as lose a turn or bankrupt the only caveat is that you have to guess in consonants you can opt to buy a vowel i was just going to say which is a very contentious point with me but we'll get into that yeah the winner then goes on to the final prize board, where the clue will be very broad indeed. The gift of the letters R S T L N E, and then choose a further three consonants and one vowel to solve for a final prize. Uh, your prizes, as so, this could be a wide spectrum from cars to holidays. Primarily, big cash prizes awarded. So, I, I'm assuming they're giving them letters because they must be the most popular letters that get chosen yeah. in the game. Yeah, right. and generally speaking, it's to almost like make it easier because they're again they're the most common that come up. Yeah, I don't remember them being gifted in the UK version, but a couple they're of not them. gifted in the UK one. They are not gifted unless no, it was early on before our time. But they definitely the moments I remember watching, they weren't gifted at all. Yeah, so the theme tune was composed by Alan Thicke, who was the father of controversial singer Robin Thicke of Blurred Lines fame. So, uh, yeah, Thicke, Thicke. 
I was a little bit disappointed. I didn't like the theme tune. I, maybe it's because I, I like the no the UK version theme tune. Mm. That is a memorable theme. Yeah, yeah that for is sure. a memorable theme. It might be the other way around. Obviously, we're, we're no spoiler alert. We're not American. Yeah, but um, it could be the other way around. The Americans might fondly remember that, and the UK version is weird. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. So <laughs> this gets confusing because two versions of Wheel existed simultaneously. The daytime network version and the nightly syndication. Like at one point, Sajak left the daytime show so that he could host his own late night talk show, but carried on hosting the nighttime version. <laughs> that's so, crazy. That's really weird. And uh, I'm assuming more money involved in the night in the nightly syndicated than the daytime. Everything version comes well. down to money. Absolutely. It ranks as one of the longest syndicated running shows, uh, boasting over seven thousand episodes. In a 2013 article, TV Guide ranked it as number two in their 60 greatest game shows of all time. Number three was our episode last week of Family Feud. And weirdly, number one is the show we're doing next week. Yeah. Uh, uh, It's got 60 international adaptations, which, again, doesn't surprise me. It's a simple enough game for anyone to grasp. Pat Sajak actually overtook Bob Barker as the longest running game show host with the current season of Wheel that premiered on September 14th of this year been a good number of bloopers down the years for sure a couple of which were downright mm-hmm. offensive and i'm amazed they made it to where so all you got to do is search youtube for wheel of fortune clam digger um, <laughs> people will say the answer yeah well I, it's because of what's missing and what the guy goes for yeah um, i was just trying sa- to con you into saying the answer yeah south park spoofed it oh well. yes but my personal favourite was uh, a guy guessing a group of pill pushers when the actual answer was <laughs> a group of well-wishers. Same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Arguably, yeah. <laughs> another, another personal favourite, uh, the category was same name, and in this instance, the contestant had one letter left to find. She'd already revealed the words bridal and and, and shower. She had the letters of the middle word, so of course the answer is cold. She said Gold. To give a little window into a private time. But hey, hey, <laughs> you know, some people are into that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't defend uh, it, but some people are into it. Yeah. And a final one the phrase was wish list, and a contestant said fish love, which just made me think of Simpsons. No, what I said was he sleeps with the fishes. It, it, yeah. And it also made me think of South Park when Kanye West yeah. falls in love with fish yeah. and becomes a fish. A lot of South Park-related Wheel of Fortune stuff, yeah. which I didn't realise. Creator Merv Griffin actually contacted a rep from Caesar's Palace to find out how to build a giant roulette wheel. The original pilot was much different to what it became. Lynn Boland, then the head of NBC's daytime programming division, approved Griffin's idea, but wanted the show to have more glamour to attract a female audience. She suggested that Griffin incorporate a shopping element into the gameplay. And so in 1973, he created a pilot episode titled Shopper's Bazaar with Chuck Woolery as host and Mike Lawrence as announcer. The main game was played to four rounds, with the values on the wheel wedges increasing after the second round. Unlike the show it evolved into, Shopper's Bazaar had a vertically mounted wheel, which was spun automatically rather than by the contestants. This wheel lacked the bankrupt wedge and featured a wedge where a contestant could call a vowel for free, as well as your own clue wedge that allowed contestants to pick up a rotary telephone and hear a private clue about the puzzle. I kind of like that. It's intriguing. There's, um, there's elements there I like. 
But at the end of the game, the highest scoring contestant played a bonus round called the Shoppers Special, where all the vowels in the puzzle were already there, and the contestant had 30 seconds to call out consonants in the puzzle. The second and third pilots would resemble what we know now a lot closer. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an intriguing idea. Yeah, it's just a slight, I, just, it's I, just a slight twist on the formula. That we, I wonder that if there's any, uh, any clips out there of it, Possibly. I wonder. I didn't go looking, to be honest. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't know about it, so I might have, might have to have a little venture on the old tube of you later yeah. on. So Pat Sajak wasn't wanted by network execs. NBC Ouch. president Fred Silverman said that because at the time Sajak was a local weatherman, he was too local for national TV. Griffin threatened to shut down production unless Sajak was given a chance, and look where we are now. Yeah, you find that quite often where they don't want to give people a chance. Mm. And then when they do, it's like absolutely amazing. Yeah, exactly. And it's, a lot of it is a lot of it is on the host going kind of fuck you, I'll prove you wrong. Yeah, I mean, if you look at go back to uh, Monopoly, like was it Mike Riley? He'd never yeah. presented before. Yeah, exactly. And they gave him a chance, and he was fantastic at it. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. Yeah, it's uh, hostess Vanna White has a devoted following that obsess over a daily wardrobe known as Vanamaniacs. You know something, Mean Gene. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. Mm-hmm. Well, that did earlier, uh, later on, when Vanna's, well, spoiler alert, when she's attacking the board. <laughs> on April 1st, 1997, Sajak and Alex Trebek swapped jobs for a day that saw Trebek host a special pitting Sajak against White on the wheel. Oh, oh, I like the idea of it's, that. It's out there. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so yeah. I might be having a YouTube night tonight. Yeah. <laughs> In November 2019, three weeks of episodes were taped with White hosting in Sajak's place while he recovered from intestinal surgery. During a time as hostess, several guests appeared at the puzzle board, including costume performers of Mickey and Minnie Mouse during the Secret Santa shows and Maggie Sajak, Pat's daughter. I thought you were going to say Maggie Simpson there. <laughs> I was like, how did that work? But yeah, no, that makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. And of course, it spawned numerous home versions, including board games, slot machines weirdly and multiple video games which led to one of my favorite game grumps moments of all time of danny getting (laughs) three four times in a row oh it is an absolutely amazing clip yeah i'll put it in here oh the control rumbles a little when you say son of a bitch oh Oh, sorry it's gonna be that kind of fucking game that's cool fucking sad i'm so all right nice weak ass spin yeah i just want to oh come on (laughs) Ben is like, yes! Like five minutes into this episode, all I've done is lose two turns. Please, just give me one. No! No! Come on! Oh, it's like torture! Wait, here we go. You ready? You ready? Here it comes, here it comes. Here it comes, here it comes! Here it comes! absolute joy that oh yes it's that is one of my favorite game grumps moments of all time i remember playing the um i think it was the nes version of wheel of fortune mm. actually i played it quite recently i have a retro console and i played it quite recently nice oh man i'll tell you what you can't beat the wheel of fortune on the snet on the nes yeah. you cannot beat it <laughs> you can take your call of duties you can take you know your games of the year last of us all that no Wheel of Fortune. joys. Absolutely. That and Battletoads. <laughs> as far as other memories of it go, like, I always think it was like a, because obviously I had no window of the American version, like, I always used to think it was like a glammed up version of Countdown. I, I understand your thought process, yeah. 
like I had no idea like the American version until I saw like referenced on other TV shows. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things I think we've mentioned it before. If you watch like an American sitcom or something, mm-hmm. you guarantee someone's watching Wheel of Fortune. They're watching Wheel Jeopardy Family Feud. or Family Feud, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the episode we covered today was from the twenty eighth of May, nineteen ninety seven. So it's from Sony Studios. And I like the fact that they call it America's game. I thought that was kind of cool. It's very inclusive. Yeah, that, yeah they because um, they do that with. Oh, there's another game they say as well, but I can't remember which one it is. And they say that's like the nation's game, and then they have yeah. the American game. But I yeah. can't remember. Which one. And we meet, we meet Pat and can't Vanna, remember. and this is certainly a dress that Vanna has on very Monet watercolor. Well, it is, but you've also got to remember that she's pregnant at this time. Yeah, well, th- this just it. It's I've just made the note here. It says seems though she's kind of half hiding a pregnancy, and this would have been her second child at the time as well. So. Well, she wasn't hiding it per se because later on in the show, it's we do very get obvious. Yeah. Well, not sorry, as the credit is the end. It says, um, Vanna's wardrobe provided by Matern Care or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the credits, because it shows like Sajak's wardrobe provided oh, by. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't remember. And Vanna's was by maternity because I was looking, I thought she must be pregnant, you know. Yeah. I thought she's yeah. got a bad case of the gas. <laughs> so I thought, look, she must be pregnant. And when yeah. it came up in the credits, I was like, yeah, it makes sense now. Yeah. So that's why she had like a long flowing dress instead of something that she was more known for. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then we meet the contestants. Oh, God, this is always death. Michelle from Deep in Flair, country of Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, she's an aspiring actress. She's done standing work. I thought she was from Cameron, North Carolina. The Hardys. Ah, it was one of, it was one or two. I thought I heard Charlotte. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it was Cameron. But she uh, had that twang as well. She had like... Where's my dog, Jeff? Where's my dog? <laughs> like, but said that sort of twang to her. So yeah, I'm sure it was Cameron, North yeah. Carolina. Uh, she's done standing work and commercials, so good on her. And she actually looks like Selma Hayek a bit. So she was nice. Like I'm not just saying that, you know. I said she, like the fact she says she's done standing work and it says she looked a lot like Selma Hayek. Like yeah. You know, it wouldn't shock me if that's kind of what she may have gone on to do. But apparently yeah. she also does palm reading. Get her a job down Whitby Pier, lad. Oh, uh, hey, Chuck, two for a quid. <laughs> I think Sajak comes on to her a bit when he's talking about her getting to check out his lifeline. Well, if we have time later, you can check out my lifeline. Okay, I assume that's on my good. palm. I, it, I, it may have drooped over the years. Yeah, and it wasn't mean we check out my vein, but it wasn't on about the vein in his hand. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> and here comes my favorite, my favorite contestant we've ever had since Trip. I, I I disagree with you there, Steve. He's not maybe my favourite contestant. He is my favourite contestant oh, of all wow. time. Trip's dethroned. Trip's been Trip has been dethroned to, to a close second, but Dan, Dan the man. Dan from Florida. He does that. My talk, spirit animal. <laughs> he does this weird talk sh- he does this weird talk shouting, which I absolutely hate. I love it. I oh. love it. It reminds me of a psycho Sid promo. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> but he's single, Love him. he's single but basically has a mail order bride in Sweden like this isn't dodgy at all <laughs> have you ever met her no I'm expecting that in the future he woke up one morning without his kidneys you know what I mean uh, well not just his kidneys probably got no money left either yeah but say Jack even says to me because you know like on the internet some of the most attractive women are actually male big rig drivers 
Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah Sajak basically insinuates he's being catfished. However, he gets a massive thumbs up from me for his Looney Tunes tie. That was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, again, I want one just for on the house. Yeah. And then on to Brian. I was very distracted by this man's nose. I mean, I'm no oil painting myself, but you could open a ski resort on that man's nose. Yeah, you are correct. But not an oil painting, and his nose was huge. Yeah, <laughs> but he's a part-time. <laughs> it, it was horrendous. Yeah, he's he's a part-time student, but does adrenaline rush sports like bungee jumping, hang gliding, etc. And apparently, just kind of fits school around all that. Yeah, you know, you you go might walk to rafting one day, take a maths lecture the next day. Yeah, then you go parachuting out of a plane. Yeah, then you, you know, back goes. in time for your English lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Standard you said that, but how, how old was he? Because to me, he looked like 20s. mid-40s. Oh, really? He looked mid-40s to me. <laughs> yeah, again, I was distracted by the nose. Yeah. And that's awful to say, but I was distracted by the nose. Into the game, though. First category is event. Good start from Michelle, but buys the vowels early. Like I hate Yeah, it's 250 from your bank, like, for every vowel you buy. And again, I don't remember this being a thing. Yes, you can buy vowels, yeah. But in the UK version, you never went mad like these guys like these did. These guys did, yeah, for sure. Always bought it towards the end, which I think was almost like an unwritten rule mm. in the UK version where you cannot buy vowels straight away. Because yeah. like every single game, I love buying eight, I buy an eight, I buy an U. It's like, no, I don't like this. I mean, for me, it's, it's not the point up, of the game. Yeah, for me, it's rack up some cash first, but obviously, risk versus reward is a huge factor here. Yeah, and I got it after. I mean, I got it after she bought the use, but it's pretty clearly spelled yeah. out by that point. Like, yeah, yeah. However, Sam, I, I got it after the U. However, I'm not saying this show is rigged, but if I'm going in to buy a vowel, I'm not starting at I like she did. Well, she started at the A, didn't she? Was it? I yeah, I've got it. Written down. She started with. I've got all the letters worked down. She went yeah. for an S. There was one yeah. S. She got an L, which was the two of. Then she bought an E, and there was one E. Yeah. Then she got a T for two. Bought three I's. Yeah. Two O's, two U's. And then she decides to spin the wheel one more time. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the rest of her reward. Done all that work, tries to get some more cash racked up, and she hits a bankrupt. Dan spins for a thousand. I think he's got it figured out. Says R, gets himself 2K and solves. Answers Industrial Revolution. Easy peasy. This is the thing with Dan. So he kind of goes, He unfortunately, like, I mean, obviously it's a spin of the wheel, but he scores low but solves early, which yeah, is fine. It's... It gets you rolling, but I think I'm having Mandela effect on my part. But like, I always remember you'd get like, if you solved it, you got an extra bonus of however much. You do, but yeah. That doesn't seem to be the case here. No. Um, For me, he doesn't seem like a gambler. No. Nah. Yeah, he's in the he's in the zone. Yeah, he's in so to, to speak. win. He's there. He... Yeah, exactly. He's there to win. Yeah. Uh, he has to impress the girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she watches it. She watches in Sweden, you know. Yeah. They do oh, have yeah. it in Sweden. Yeah. And Sajak does this like thirsty bird impression, like you know, the bobbing birds. And, he, uh, and even he draws attention to it. Like he catches himself doing it. He's like, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> just... <laughs> I think he just had like, I think he was just so excited. Yeah. I mean, you stood next to a man who's got a girlfriend in Gothenburg, Sweden. One more time. Yeah. That could possibly be a bore. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But the best thing about that, I'm going back to Dan again. Cause yeah, again, he's <laughs> spirit animal. But the fact that he's like, oh yeah, we've bought gifts, we've exchanged gifts and everything, but we've never met. And they met on the internet service. Yeah, they met through Which in 1997 service. wasn't a common thing. 
1997. Yeah. No. Yeah. And he says he says he met through an international service, which again, mail order bride. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I'm absolutely baffled by it. Like didn't and she's supposed to be turning up in a couple of weeks, isn't she? Something like that, said. yeah. I hope, I hope it worked out for the lads, but, but the I'm showcase, dubious at best. Yeah, same. They showcase a prize going into the going onto the wheel for the next round, which is a high powered telescope valued at three thousand seven hundred dollars, and it's so randomly decored, like they've put it in this weird like like forest setting with this horrible looking fiberglass deer stood next to it. They've done it very creepily. Yeah, like you are going to go and look out on people when they're out mm-hmm. having a bit of fun in the car, yeah, doing a bit of catting. I won't yeah. say the proper words. And uh, you've got the uh, old bloke there with his, with his yeah. microscope and his telescope and yeah. heavy breathing down the phone. Yeah. The next category on the board, though, is quotation. And there's a few apostrophes, so that's usually a big help to kind of figure this out and break it down early. Yeah. Dan spins, landing on 2,500. Rightly chooses M, because one of those apostrophe squares was, was a guaranteed M. Absolutely, yeah. But three M's on the board. Again, buys a vowel early and rightly goes I again it clears up that first word and in this instance if i was gonna if if i was gonna buy i'd have gone with an eye first clear up the first word and just see if anything else is knocking around another good spin landing on 900 goes for h so that clears one of the middle words as well buys an e and uncovers five for that so again like he's completely whitewashes this board on his own doesn't he yeah he he runs the board spins again fingernails onto 800 nearly got that miss a turn ah i was hoping so much yeah Dan has complete command of this ball, goes for T, but only one. Buys vowel again for A, and four of those uncovered. Another top end spin for 2,500. Takes a risk on G, but uncovers a square. I was, like, for a start, I was really struggling with this one. Until, yeah. until he uncovered the G. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 I've got it now. I was, because the problem is, I'm in that UK mindset where I was like, I'm trying to think of American answers, in a sense, because I was thinking, like, a lot of American culture is, like, different worded for us. Yeah, yeah. So I was like trying to think in that mindset and not just play the game mindset. Yeah. So I was I was struggling a bit here. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. But yeah. As soon as you uncovered that G, I was like, I've figured it out. And then I've I've just said, hey, if I were Dan, provided he, so long as he lands on a value on his next spin, my next letter is going to be N, and that's exactly what he does. And I just and I've just said, I just solve now, and then he solves it. So I'm like, okay, me and him it seems to be telepathically linked to the past. Um, <laughs> yes, you and your Swedish wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but puzzle is I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse wow this show moves so we're 6.18 in we've done two puzzles Dan's racked up $14,850 so permanent earnings potential on the show is pretty damn good yeah well, he needs it for the divorce settlement doesn't he <laughs> going to break probably the fanciest sponsor we've had so far with Duracell 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 <laughs> so it starts <laughs> Going to break probably the fanciest sponsor we've had so far with the Dura Steel watches. Like and and again, the, yeah, the, it's not even like a pro. Like you know, some some contestants may receive. It's just yeah, we're sponsored by this. I was hoping it had Duracell batteries in the back. Yeah, <laughs> dick. <laughs> <laughs> we get an uncomfortable close up on some woman in the audience with a fringe and a trucker cap combo as well. It wasn't some woman. No. No, it is the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump was sat in the crowd. If you don't, if you zoom in on that hat, it said "Make America Great Again." <laughs> sat there, the hair was identical, the mahogany tan was identical. <laughs> it was Mr. Donald Julius Trump. That's his middle name, indeed. 
Don't know what it was about this return from break, but I really liked it. Sajak with his coffee cup in hand. Oh, hi. We were just talking about you. <laughs> I don't know why. I just uh, really yeah. liked that. Yeah, I, I popped for that as well. I was like, oh, It just felt sweet. warm and welcoming. Like, Yeah, it's so... Oh, I'm part of the family. Yeah. So we get introduced to the jackpot round that's sponsored by Pizza Hut, of all things. Yeah, and that just made me hungry because I haven't... we don't have a pizza hut near me, so... I'm, uh, I'm, uh, more, I'm more a Papa John's man myself. You posh be. Not really. Posh. Not really. Mate, I have to go to Porto Pizza. Mate, Porto is still the best. No, it isn't. No, has it gone downhill? They all have. Oh, shame. Domi- cat- Domino's, Pizza Hut, please come to Whitby and save <laughs> us. <laughs> but the next category is headline, and Brian finally gets to play. Poor bastard, he's just been left out in the cold. Oh, I forgot he was there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did for a bit. Uh, I thought he was going to get bankrupt straight out of the gate as well, but lands on 600. He goes for S, six of them. And with the jackpot round, there's 5k in the kitty, and every correct letter they guess adds it to the jackpot, so they'll yep. win if they land on the jack on on the on the wheel. Yep. He spins again, goes for R, but gets buzzed out. Never mind, Brian. We might see you again in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Back round to Michelle. She goes for T and gets four of them, and is up up on the board. She buys an E, and there's four of those as well. This is unraveling very quickly, and dear pregnant Vanna is putting in a hell of a shift here. She is, but I tell you what, that is it, Michelle. I can't remember her name. Yeah, 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 Michelle. Her voice was starting to grain on me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I have an E, please. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle buys an I, and Haley got it here. I had the middle word, but couldn't figure it out. Then realised the solution was the YouTube thumbnail. I never saw the YouTube <laughs> thumbnail, because I just clicked straight on the video. So She goes for M, M and gets buzzed out, which was weird. Back to Dan. <laughs> he says C. Three of them all in a column, so Vanna doesn't have to move. Bless her. <laughs> and Dan knows what it is. He's just playing for greed now. Goes for H to rack up his winnings, and not ops to solve puzzle is scottish scientists clone sheep wow i did that in one go i impress even and, uh, myself and that's about any joe sell batteries that whole stuff of the dolly dolly the sheep that feels like a lifetime ago doesn't it it did but when i thought about it i thought yeah it'd be about right yeah 97 is right but like it just it just feels like so long ago because this year has lasted 10 years yes right and but, yeah but the thing is it hasn't advanced though no, like it, we planned the sheep in '97. We've done nothing since. I mean, stem cell is probably the closest thing to yeah, it. Yeah, but, but I, wa- I wanted extra llamas, and we haven't even attempted it. Scientists, please attempt to clone a llama. <laughs> but we'll sponsor you. With what? <laughs> Joy and happiness. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm, and I mean, I'm so glad that when you solve, it just appears on the screen. So a Vanna doesn't have to move. Bless her, because <laughs> I, I'm just feeling sorry for her. Like, she doesn't have to move. I like, she doesn't need to be there. No, not so much that. It's just like she's like on that in that one. She was pacing up and down and, and like poor pregnant Vanna. But yeah, to be and, fair, they don't need anyone there though. To be fair, mm, do they? But the other thing is because our version, the puzzle was on like blocks that you had to revolve. Yeah, and it like so you'd solve the puzzle, and especially if you got it early on, like Jenny Powell would be there for a year turning everything round. It's just yeah, but she was useless. That's why she didn't know I left from her ass. <laughs> I don't end like the, it. End of the round. Dan's on seventeen thousand three hundred, and like Michelle or Brian, have have to hope for total control of games to catch him now. Which I thought was going to happen. It nearly did. Going yeah. Into, going into break, Brian just looks defeated, anyways. But at least Dan has some money to make his mail order bride happy. For now. For now. <laughs> for now. 
classic TV is the next category. Michelle up goes for N, gets two of those. Goes for F next, which I see what she's going for. There's a two-word letter in there, but F would never be a first choice, especially in the early going if you're trying to build your bank up. No, no, she was only like... It's not a case of that, though. Maybe she was hoping to get a better spin for yeah, the next maybe. letter. Like, maybe. if she knew... She thought it might be just be like one F, get 250, and then my next spin might be a thousand. Yeah. I can go for this letter that's going to be a few in. Yeah, true, true. But Dan's up, spins $500, goes for R, and there's five other things, and he solves straight away. It's insane. No! <laughs> the solution was Raymond Burr as Perry Mason. I would wow. never in years. I, I would have got Perry Mason. Yeah. Wouldn't have known who the actor was, though. Yeah. And just at the edge of frame, you can see Brian's hand, and there's this wave slash shrug from him that basically says, why the fuck am I even here? Was he related to Trip? Because <laughs> yeah, he had at... the same hand gestures. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, you know, camera's like on on Dan. You can just see the edge of Michelle's face, and then just off to his left, our right, you just see this hand, and it just kind of goes, Ugh. like it's just like, this like, big, like, yeah. Like a shrug. Yeah, yeah. It's, it basically says, why the fuck am I here? Next category is place, and wow, this game isn't totally weighted to Dan as he hits a bankrupt, but it's only for money you've accumulated that round, so no harm to him. Oh. Yeah. That's one thing I never liked. Yeah. Just make it interesting. It should have been for what you've earned in the whole game. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe a bit unfair. I don't know. But Brian's up, and there it is. That's what I've been waiting for. Someone trying to influence a random event. He spins, and come on, I need some money. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I've been waiting for that the whole game yeah you love it it's um it reminds me we'll cover it later on it's a game show we are going to cover we keep referencing it as the, the crazy Canadian game yeah and uh there is a dice element in that game yeah and the amount of trash talk that goes onto those dice mm-hmm. we, well, we had we it's... had it in Monopoly as well with Wasser's face uh when it when he was trying to get around the board he's like doubles I need doubles like, oh uh... yeah I can't remember his name the lawyer yeah, I can't remember his name, yeah. though. But yeah, he, you've always got to love the bit of trash talk that comes out. Mm-hmm. He gets an S. Next spin lands on five grand and gets two Ts for his effort. So he's closing in on Dan already, provided provided nothing goes wrong. Buys an E, two of those. Spins, gets an H for none. Uh, There's moves, no Hs. Yeah, moves to Michelle. She goes M. Dan goes for C, doing nothing, doing background to Brian. He buys an O, which uncovers three, and I've got it now. No spoilers, but I thought they were looking for a specific place, not a general term. Same. Yeah, 100% the same. Yeah. Because I got the bottom bit straight away, and I was just like, oh, that makes no sense. I was like thinking, well, what? That's not a country. That's not a town. That's not a city. It's not a state. Yeah, exactly. But he solves it for Observation Tower, and finally a smile from him as well, which is nice. But then he he had the little, yeah, with the hand, little fist yeah. pump to himself as well. And he was doing this nervous thing where he was like tapping on the tapping on the on the desk and stuff <laughs> as well. Yeah, I think that was just a bug running across. Could have been. He was trying to find something to do. <laughs> but next category is occupation. Brian spins, just misses out on the 5K again, but uncovers two Ts. Going to buy an E, but nothing doing. Background to Michelle, gets us two Ss and two Is. And oh no, technical dif- difficulties. One of the screens isn't working for Vanna to uncover one of the eyes. I mean, it just reminded me of Faulty Towers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Basil's got the bush and he's attacking his car. Yes, and that's the amount of effort she was putting into moving that eye. She was, like, she was hammering the thing at one point. But, <laughs> so I've got it, and Michelle becomes a moron. She says E, which is what Brian just said a second ago. Proves that she just was not listening yeah. whatsoever. 
She was just there to get on TV. That was it. So it looks like Dan's going to swoop in, wins the telescope, the round and the game. Solution is hairstylist. Sajak is still ribbing him about the male order bride at this point as well, by the way. Perhaps you can, she doesn't have to come now. You can see her. Really. Why wouldn't you? If I was, yeah. I'd have ribbed him. Yeah. If I was in the audience, I'd have ribbed him. <laughs> so his winnings are $23,500. So fair play to him. Sajak says to Brian, 9500 That'll get you a lot of bungee cords. <laughs> he has no idea what to do. What what to, how to kind of compliment the guy? No, he, he was just like you'll get you what to use him what to use him adrenaline adrenaline adrenaline. Yeah, you'll get lots of bungee cords. Yeah. Uh, Sajak gives a rundown of the remaining prizes: a diamond set worth over thirty grand, trip to New York in a car, and an annuity. I had to look at what an annuity was. It's basically like a Sun Life plan or other investment that matures over time for like your yeah. retirement. Yeah, or just twenty five k. Any of those things would be nice. Ima- imagine if he'd got the diamonds, though. And they even said to him, imagine giving that to someone if you knew someone was coming to see you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That would have been a hell of an opening gift to someone. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. $30,000 worth of diamonds. Mm-hmm. And the boss so they- is like, well, I don't really like you now in person, but I'm going to have to stop with you now because you gave yeah. me... $30,000 worth of diamonds. Yeah. So this is something that they do. They choose the prize at random from, like, an envelope. And it bugged me because there was four prizes... And they were on W H E E. Like, why aren't there five prizes to make wheel? Like this, it was bugging the fuck out of me. And I thought I was just going to say they should have had an L, and then one of the prizes would have been you win all four. Yeah, that would have been good. And for for me, I thought it was because like at first I was thinking, well, maybe there were five on Monday. Yeah. But this aired on a Wednesday, so it wasn't. It it could have won Tuesday to Saturday though. Yeah, that's true. But even still. So the category for the final is almost always just thing. So it can be as broad as they want it to be. Which makes complete sense. Yeah. One word, six letters. Well, I was going to say, you also said about they're given the letters to begin with. Like them letters. For me, they, they must pick a word or a thing, so to speak, that doesn't have those letters in it. Yeah. It's almost like a bargaining. Let's like, say we'll give you these letters, knowing fully well that they probably aren't even in there. Yeah. It's it's to clear them out so that they don't give themselves a false hope or something like that, I think. So it's one yeah, word, possibly. one word, six letters. He's gifted the R-S-T-L-N-E, only the L in the dead middle. Like, this could yeah. be absolutely anything. Like, I've always seen multiple words. This is one of the first, like, one-word clues that I've seen as well. Yeah. It just makes it, it even makes it a harder. lot harder. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he goes really weird here as well with his choices. He goes C, B, M, and A. A, yeah, fine. I get that. The the consonants are not the ones I probably would have gone with. No. But I don't know what else all. I would have gone with because the ones I would have gone with are gone. You know? I, I would have gone with a P. I definitely would have gone with the P. Yeah. But apart from that, I would have, yeah, the one the obvious ones have gone. Like probably yeah. a W I might have gone for. Yeah. But. but from that he's only uncovered C. So it's blank, blank, L, blank, C, blank. I had no idea. I just said there's not much to go on, but the end is has to be K H or Y. That's now, see, all I can I, kind of go with. I was very close until I thought I was close until I realised something. So I was looking at it and I was thinking, oh, it's police. Mm. And I was there and I was like, oh, it's police, easy. And I thought about it. I thought, hold on, there's no E. Yeah, the E's already there. So yeah, after and, that, I was struggling. After that, and that's just it. In his ten seconds, he was saying solace, and I'm like, it can't be because there's no E, you dickhead. Yeah, well, I was in the same mind frame that I was in. To mm. be fair. And also, there's no way, so he definitely can't be solace. Yeah, true. But I suppose you get into you know time pressure, you get into that mind frame. You just yeah. see, you just see letters, and you can't, especially when you've got so few to go. 
Yeah, exactly. And his reaction, uh, as it gets revealed, just tickled me. Oh, no. But the answer was policy. And, and so his, his reaction just got me. It was just, he just went, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like, he thought, well, well, it's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. He saw, he's got someone coming from abroad to visit him from an international service. Mm-hmm. Whether that's legal or not, who's to know? <laughs> but the fact that he thought he was going to, the word police yeah. might have frightened him a little bit, thinking, the one to me. <laughs> the one to me. Yeah. So, like, almost like this whole game show was a cunning yeah. plan by the police to capture him. Yeah. Like, saying, like, this is your final word, police. Yeah. They are. <laughs> look at what you could have won. <laughs> But as far as look at what he could have won, he missed out on the New York and New York trip in the car. So really awkward closing banter here from Sajak and Vanna. Considering how long they've been together, I just found this really awkward. Yeah, but before that, we actually, the version we watched, we got the adverts, didn't we? Yeah. And I just wanted to watch The Package now, starring Gene Hackman. Mm-hmm. Because that's all the hyping on about the whole... <laughs> and I was just that and Oprah really was on next. Film. Oh, and then that, there was a woman with crazy hair that had opera written on it in mm. like black yeah. weave and then we get here we go so some contestants will receive a jeopardy electronic game question and answer book yep garlic garlic tablets oh it's amazing wasn't it like, garlic <laughs> root, roots and all grass and weed killer crunch and munch popcorn popcorn with peanuts in it come on no that? that's a thing that is that is a thing mate it is a thing and at first plus financial loans and alpine lace cheeses and meats. <laughs> uh, wow. I, Find I'm them at the counter. Um, yeah, we are proper in American state, though, aren't we? Because uh, mm-hmm. like, every show we've watched has always got like tens of millions of sponsors. Mm-hmm. And, but I've just said they're definitely going after a certain like market here. Oh, they? 100%. 100%. And Pat also said almost scalded Vanna. For attacking the board as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, like, well, what, we, what would you have done? He says, oh, "I'd have kicked it." <laughs> yeah, four hundred thousand dollar board. <laughs> so he claims. Yeah, yeah, uh, he claimed it was four hundred thousand dollars. And in the credits, we also get a replay of fight of Vanna fighting with the game board, and and we're out. It, this is twenty one minutes in length because they've, they've cut out the commercial breaks. Nice, easy afternoon watch. I much prefer yeah. this to the UK version. Really? Yeah, I don't. I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong, but there's something about the UK version for me that I enjoy. Yeah. I just, it's too choreographed, the US yeah, one. I see, it's I too, see what you're saying. It's too put on, almost. Yeah. It's, I've got no problems with it whatsoever. I really don't. If I had to pick, I'd pick the U- UK version. Fair, no, that's fair enough, that's fair enough. The shows that we've covered so far, I, I think are perfectly catered to the time slots that they're, that they're in, in America mm. as well. Because you'll see when you look into it, when you look into like the research of it, they bounce around the schedule a lot before finally settling on a regular time. And that's just straight up market research to me. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, like they know people are watching, but then how can you maximize that further? Even as simple as like just bumping it along half an hour in the schedule, like can make all the difference for some shows. But yeah, so to say, like I think it's perfectly catered to its audience and its time slot and everything like that, and just overall, just really enjoyable. Yeah, it's, and uh, if any game sh- game show gives Gallic tablets away as a prize, mm-hmm. I- I'm all in. As I said, like 20 minutes in length, you know, it's a perfect little lunchtime watch. You know, mm. if if, you, if you're bored for something to watch, just sho- just shove an episode of of Wheel on on YouTube. Like, you, you know, you won't go wrong with yourself. Oh, not all, not all. There's, there's certainly worse things out there. 
As far as revivals, again, like this is still in the air. Uh, they're still airing their pre-COVID taping episodes, which are just banked up forever. In saying that, because of how expensive their set is, I think they could easily carry on with just necessary persons and no one would be the wiser and just use canned applause in current times. Like, Which which will happen. Yeah. But it's not exactly... You, you don't exactly see the audience. So. Yeah. And then as, as, as I wrote that, I was looking into it. And in fact, the tapings resumed in August 2020 and are ongoing. Players have their own tubes to put over the pegs to spin the wheel, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, to, I get to that. To make contacts. Like, they've just got a little tube that goes over it. And, yep. so, yeah. and with that, our time in America is almost done. We do have one more show to cover. And I think it's probably the widest reaching quiz show ever and possibly one of the longest running in, its, in a simple format, which sadly is now tinged with a hint of sadness. And that is Jeopardy. So looking forward to that one. Yeah, we already had that planned for the next week. Yeah. Before the news. We're filming this on a Thursday. Yeah. And the news a couple of days ago that uh, Alex Trebekka that sadly passed away from uh, his illness, his cancer. Yeah. So we're going to try and make it very lighthearted. Yeah. Celebrate his life. Yeah. Celebrate the fantastic job that he did on the show. Yeah. He is one of the most famous game show hosts you'll ever hear of. Yeah. In the UK, US, Canada, anywhere. Uh, legend of game shows. And we hope to do him justice and a little tribute almost. Yeah, absolutely. When we do Jeopardy. Absolutely. So with that, please be sure to check out our social medias. We're on Facebook. Just give us a search. We're on Twitter and Instagram at PlayerPods. And be sure to send us an email to playerpods at gmail.com. We're on Spotify and Google Podcasts, as well as a whole host of other podcast providers. So please keep checking us out. Until next week, it's a goodbye from me, Steve. It's a goodbye from Simon. Didn't he do well? Thank you, everyone. Peace and good cheer. Got a question for you, better answer now. Can we just have it in the uh, Godfather sort of? I'll put the clip. I'll put the clip in already. I'll put the clip in already. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted your version. Go make one off of Carol Fields.